penalty. It's Rapino against Van Feenendaal. It's 1-0. The USA won. The Netherlands nil. Foul, the game's opening up. Rosa foul. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rosa foul might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. Hey everyone, I'm Allison. Blah, blah, I'm Madeline. <laughs> Welcome to Settle the Score. Uh, wow, we did it. We beat the Netherlands. I just finished the match about four minutes ago when recording this podcast, so I'm I'm still shaking a bit. I don't know how you're even forming sentences right now. Thank you. I don't know it either. And I jumbled my words half the time as it is. This might be real special. That match was not boring. It was very exciting. Yes. Some Too exciting at times. Some choices were made. Some bad play was had. Some good play was had. There was some incredible goalkeeping. There was some offsides that were barely offsides. There were penalty kicks with confidence. It, it really had everything. <laughs> it did. It had it all. It had it all. Holy cow. I just, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm not even sure where to start. My right. brain is How do we start just... talking about this game other than just, <laughs> I think, I mean, we can start with the lineups. That's always where we start. And this was a huge surprise to me, this lineup. Shocking. 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 And you know what? My first gut reaction was, well, that's not what I would have done. But then even before the game started, I thought, but what I would have done hadn't been working. So I was actually feeling pretty good about the lineup. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, I don't know what Sweden, hello, the Netherlands, you know, they watch a lot of our game footage, right? In the Olympics, they're watching, they're, they're planning for what they think we're going to be starting too, you know? And, and I think this probably threw them a little bit as well. And so I think that that element of surprise probably was a little beneficial perhaps. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it was definitely interesting. Not what we would have planned. Um, the back was what we would have expected uh, for the most part, a listener and goal. And then your four in the back, Kelly, Abby, Becky, and Crystal. We had talked about playing Tierna uh, for over Abby. And frankly, I thought she made some big mistakes again in this match. Abby was absolutely the worst part of this game. And that's like a that's like a pretty big competition, actually. So that's not saying a lot for Abby Dahlkemper. Yowzas. I don't know what is going on right now for her. She she didn't fail um, spectacularly, thankfully. Well, you know what? I take that back. She kind of did. And we had Ertz and Becky cleaning it up uh, a little bit. So, yeah, that was rough. I, I think. I would actually like to see Tierna start for Abby in the next match against Canada, but we'll get to that. But here's my thing is when you look at these midfielders, there's no world I would have started Sam with the form that she's been in. 
but she absolutely deserved to start today, and thank goodness she did. So yeah. in my mind, maybe Vlatko sat down with her and had a chat, and she promised him she would turn it around. Uh, is the same thing going to happen with him and Abby between now and Monday? Do you start? I mean, Abby Dahlkemper is one of the best defenders in the world, but she's having some sort of weird slump. I don't know. Can she turn it around on the on a dime? It's it's really tricky. It is. I, and I don't know the answer to that. Obviously, Blacko has a lot more information going into this than we do. But I think with, okay, with Sam, I understand, you know, he wanted, it sounds like he wanted to rest Rose, right? She had played so many minutes. And so his options were Christy, who really hasn't seen much at all this tournament or in general for the national team. Uh, you know, so if you want to rest Rose, your other option is Sam. That's your only other option, who had previously been very hot. With Abby, I think we have a very good other option in a player that hasn't seen a ton, a ton of minutes. And that was, you know, Tierna. But we'll see. Um, that's getting ahead of ourselves. In terms of the midfield, we then did end up with uh, Julie, Lindsay, and Sam, which previously had been kind of a, a really solid starting group for us. Uh, I think we were kind of all expecting Rose because of how hot she'd been, but then resting her that that first half and change was kind of the game plan there, it seemed, which I think worked out in the end. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really think it worked out. I don't think she played that well coming in. I don't think oh, Rose yeah. plays great off the bench. I don't know. I didn't think she was that bad. I thought she she was moving to the ball and anticipating more than some of the other players deep into the hundred than something minute. Uh, but I was more frustrated with Lindsay's performance. Uh, I kept, I thought she kept losing tackles, losing, putting too much on balls them getting by her. So I, maybe I was a little focused on Lindsay and I was frustrated with her play and I was giving Rose that pass, but I, I thought that Sam did really well. I was happy to see her kind of shake whatever had been, Sam was crushing it, and I think she was the key. We looked good in the beginning because Sam was there to be an enforcer, <laughs> and she scores. I'm telling you, Sam Mewis is the key to this team, not Julie Ertz. Having a fit Julie Ertz really, really helps. Sam is the key player, in my opinion, right now. She scored. She scored that goal. She broke she it scored, open and she looked great. But JJ was everywhere on this field. Agree, but JJ doesn't hasn't made the difference. Oh J, no. JJ JJ does so much. She does so much and but I think you look at the last two games, she didn't make the difference. But I think if you started Lindsay, Sam and Rose, I think we would have been in a different position. I think, I think we'd be okay if Sam is hot. Which it's has been lot, an if right it's now. It's a lot easier when JJ is on the field because she does so much, but I don't think she's actually the difference maker. I Internet, think she picked come up. at me, come <laughs> at me. Internet and I will come at you on that one. I think she covered a lot for Abby too in the back. That's true. And That's I don't, true. I don't see Sam or Lindsay getting back to cover that much in the defense uh, when we're having these complete breakdowns back there. But I don't know. I, that's that's Dahl Kempersing. She's got to work out sooner rather than later, I hope. And regardless of who's more important, there really is no such thing. Sam played much better today. And much better. Goodness. Very happy. And I would have liked to see her play more minutes today as well. Yes. So uh, I think the big surprise, though, in terms of the starting lineup was in the forwards. We had Lynn Williams get the start. Uh, and then we had Tobin and uh, Carly, excuse me, which was Kudos. exciting. Which Kudos was exciting. to the three of them. That was the first 
starting lineup that looked like they were actually ready to be there, had a plan, knew how to score, and knew how to pass the ball. All three of them, massive kudos to me, just disappointed in how soon they were taken out of the game. I think that was a huge mistake. I think Carly, with that leadership coming on, she really, I mean, I, I we had talked about that. We talked about wanting her to get the start in this match, and I think it was absolutely the right call. The one that really surprised me was Lynn, but she was involved in every play, in every scoring opportunity and she just she was doing really well and I take I'm excited for her every <laughs> single bad thing I've ever said about her she proved herself today this was a big match she did it you can't take that away from her I was so happy with her on the ball off the ball playing defense yeah she got scoring back. that goal assisting mm. the goal also shout out to snacks podcast because they scored the goals in the game today Lynn and Sam <laughs> yeah Way to go. North, the North Carolina Courage tied the Netherlands 2-2. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lynn, Lynn looked great. Lynn justified her inclusion. It made Vlatko look a lot smarter. I can only imagine that he didn't have her on that 18-player roster because he knew she would be there, and that was part of the plan all along. In retrospect, kudos to Lynn. I'm so happy for her. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm so happy for her as well. I... I think this, I mean, clearly she just came in and, and did such work up in the front and in and, and, and the defense too. Like, the, I mean, she's got the legs and she just, she did really well. Um, she had a great game. I'm still not certain that, like in my mind, she's still not now the starting forward up there, but I think that she played fantastic in this game and I'm so happy for her. So, And I'm excited that she's potentially a sub in the Canada game if she doesn't start, you know? Yeah, um, totally. I think that's really exciting to see it, her scoring on form. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I also want to talk a little bit about these substitutes because the only defender that dressed as a sub was Sonnet. Which doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why he did that. I think that screwed us in the end. It seemed like Abby Dahlkemper really needed to come out. And, and there was no recourse. So yeah. to me, that was Vlatko's first enormous error of his tenure. That I almost cost us the game. Do you think he was thinking that Kelly would be the one that would need to come out? Yes. Therefore, Sonnet. That's what I was thinking as well. And I think that I, I, Kelly's play at times frustrated me but I think she actually towards the end was playing better and was being a little bit smarter on the ball you know she did cost us the penalty (laughs) I mean period and that was horrible so uh you know thank god Alyssa stopped that I, I mean there's nothing else to say about that yeah uh and I I do think that to me these subs were very planned I think Flacco's plan going in was we're going to rotate the offense completely so that the people I want taking penalties are there in the end. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're playing against basically two first teams. I think that was his plan. And I don't like that plan. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just I don't think that's how you win a game based on like tiredness. I think we have to be more tactful than that so I I didn't care for that and I I just think it was bonkers that Sonnet was the only defender and I need to say that again because to me Flagko you messed up in terms of the substitutions I in general liked the substitutions as you mentioned I think Madeline to me just before we started why at 58 minutes why so early 
you know, why not at 70 minutes or even 75? Uh, I don't think that we gave the original starting lineup quite enough time to gel post half. Now, I will say it, it felt like they weren't quite as uh, the the speed or something wasn't quite there in the, the start of the second. I feel like the Netherlands started quicker than we did. Mm-hmm. So I was I was a little nervous, and my question is, was Vlaco planning these subs at 70 minutes or something, and he didn't like the way the pace was moving and thought he could infuse fresh legs earlier than previously planned? I don't know. I don't know, but... Maybe. And, you know, maybe to be the devil's advocate for my own self, (laughs) I did think the... And we're really getting ahead here, but the last half of the overtime was kind of the best this group played. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe it wasn't about tiredness at all so who knows yeah I uh I agree I thought we looked sharper I think still you know even the starting 10 minutes I felt better watching did you oh yes it it came up and I just thought oh this this is this is the team that showed up like this is they came to play they came to play they looked better they were completing passes and they were running (laughs) to the ball like they were just doing basics still not as sharp as normal I have to say they were as sharp in this game as maybe I would have wanted them to be in the last group stage game or the second group stage game and they weren't this is how sharp I would have wanted them to be then but at least they turned it around right right they turned it around and and coming off this style win with the penalties and with the overtimes yes I think uh that I mean, any more minutes on the field, people are going to be uh, just more tired. But, I mean, coming off this kind of a win and and just the, gosh, the the confidence building, what it gives you going into the semifinal match against Canada, I think is huge. It just is, it's such this, it's passion, it's it's everything that soccer, good football should be. So, yeah. Very We got off to a good start, I think, but then, (laughs) Miedma, which I want to say, Miedma... Was Her name was said so many times in this broadcast. Her name was obviously said so many times in the World Cup final. But sometimes, for some reason, I just, I have a hard time with a name sticking in my head if I haven't heard it 20, 20,000 times. And before the last podcast, Allison and I looked up on several videos how to say her name. And there was like a how-to pronouncer. And it was like, Mia Dima. And so I was just well, losing my mind today. And there was there was other play where they were like calling a match that we watched and they said Mia Dima. But today was all Miedema. Miedema, Miedema. Yeah, it's Miedema. So we're sorry. She's incredible. What an athlete. What a woman. I mean, Holy she moly. gets in the first half. Again, I think they said it was her second touch on the ball in the back of the net. It was pretty. It was the way she just controls it which I think is what we've been lacking the past couple games. We have not had great ball control when it counts, and she clearly does. So that was impressive. Uh, Going down 1-0, though, at the start, that was a little tough for me to swallow. My heart sank, and I also didn't know how we were going to contain her. Even if our defense had been playing incredibly well, I just thought, oh, my gosh, we have to have three or four people on her at all times. At At all all times. times. At all times, yeah. And you know what? That was a little bit scary because uh, uh, Vanda Donk and Vanda Sanden are also incredible. Yes. And then then they put on... they put on Bierenstein. She, the I half, thought, and she had a great game. I think I, so. I obviously, you know, I don't follow the Netherlands that closely. I have not seen this player play that much, but oh my gosh, yeah. she was she was giving 
everybody a run for their money. I mean, especially Kelly. It was just like she was exposing Kelly's faults right and left. And I thought she played fantastic. And she was the one that was making me really, really nervous in the second half and into the overtimes more than Meadma, really. Because I just thought, oh, we can't cover both of them. It's too much. (laughs) Man, this team is this Dutch team. I, I do think they have gotten better. Since uh, since the World Cup final, to be fair yes, to us, yes, they're good. They're very good. They're very very good. And I think, I mean, the next. I, I just I'm so excited for the women's game as we keep talking about. You know, in the next five years uh, with this team, you've got France and England. Uh, you know, I just it's insane. Brazil, Australia, although, you know, some of these teams went out, um, which we'll mention a little bit later. But, I mean, just really exciting. And this Dutch team, woof. It's interesting, though, that their coach uh, is headed to England. Uh, I don't know how that's going to impact the the Netherlands because clearly she's done something right at this club. So we'll see. So we were feeling bad. But then about 10 minutes later, yes, we were please. feeling good. I wasn't that nervous after the first Netherlands goal because we didn't crumple and I thought this looks more like the team I know we can be and we had two we had uh, a Lindsay Horan near miss or well a miss and what did we have one that was called back already in that before we had a couple of close chances before this goal so I was like okay we're pressing we look better we're playing a lot of the game in their half no no need to panic and we didn't and I mean Sam Ewis with a diving header just found like just perfectly redirected the ball exactly where it needed to go. Uh, and just like that, we were one, one. It was a phenomenal goal. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. A phenomenal ball from a Lynn. Great, yeah. I was gonna say great cross from Lynn set up from Julie. Phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, and then a mere two minutes, two and a half minutes later, uh, it, it was the reverse Sam to Lynn and Lynn just, just turned and buried it. Uh, phenomenal. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful it was a breathtaking sequence and at that point I was thinking okay that's got to be pretty crushing if you're the Netherlands yes yes but then we kind of got up to our old new tricks of (laughs) looking bad again yeah it well I thought this was just the fire, the the match, and it was just lit. But it was for like five minutes, and then I don't know what happened. But we almost conceded going into half. Uh, but then we we did have a couple chances, I will say. But I I think I think actually the Netherlands, um, apart from Miedma, she was always you know, I'm saying here, like you guys can see that high. She was always playing well. But the rest of her team picked it up like as the game progressed. And I think that's what we saw here was the Netherlands being like, oh, okay, they came to play and and then starting to turn it on, which frankly they had not done earlier in the half, thank goodness, uh, apart from that one from Miedma. So yeah, interesting. That's such a good point. It's almost, because we're not usually in this situation, it's almost like the Netherlands underestimated us for a little bit and then that ended up working to their favor because it inspired them yeah it did yeah yeah I mean you heard that quote I forget which player but they were like we're not afraid of the U.S. you know afterwards there was a very vicious quote that said it's too bad we lost because they played poorly uh you know if that had been Hope Solo she would have gotten fired I was just about to say that I was glad that they call us cowards then yeah then they I would mean, have been suspended. 
I hope that nothing happens to her and we applaud her for being competitive. Like, let's just right, do that. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I admired the Dutch and um, we had a halftime. I was feeling sort of hopeful. Then Miedema came in and scored again. And that was Alyssa's fault. Yes. Yep. I was very upset with Alyssa at that point. I mean, there were several. I mean, this one, the 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 bobble at the top of the crossbar. We are lucky I mean, that was off. I just, I was really, there was a couple that she just, I, I just couldn't believe it. Now, there were a couple great saves she had during match play as well. Uh, but... I just, I was really upset. <laughs> Creed. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it did go through Julie's legs, but um, I, I didn't think that was on her. I thought that was on, on Alyssa. Yeah. It wasn't a great shot. No, no. It and wasn't. And then I was annoyed because a mere four minutes later, he took everyone out and we didn't get a chance to respond. And I thought, Ooh, this is going to be disjointed putting in this second team and I think I was right. There yeah. were there were some great chances in the second half. Two I mean that two that were well the Alex one was just so on I'm I'm afraid now I'm forget there were so many goals that were Called offside. Up, yeah. I feel like I'm mixing them up, and Kristen I had, had almost two, had and like Alex an aneurysm at this point. So if I'm mixing them up, but <laughs> Alex's I think was around this time, and it was just they so were heartbreaking, dis- disappointing. They were heartbreaking, and I I mean I don't know what we're up to in this tournament, but it's something ridiculous, like seven or eight or something absurd. It does feel like it's USA two offsides a thousand. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It's insane. It's really insane. I um I don't know and I think some of them I think most of the ones in this match I think you could say okay they were a little bit more offsides than in the previous matches but still it just Alex was so tight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh that those were you know deeper into the second half and obviously would have avoided the OTs and and the PKs uh the when did we have when did they have the PK remind me it was on Kelly right yes and Bier- so it was 115 she fouled v- Bierenstein so that was um oh no that wasn't that was in regular play. it was in regular play I'm sorry yeah Kelly did end up with a yellow in overtime which I don't know why she got a yellow for that but yeah uh, horrifying I was I was just the the bottom had dropped out of my stomach. I'd written us off at that point. And then who comes up big but Alyssa Nier. Honestly, though, it was a pretty bad penalty. I was not that pleased with Alyssa yet, I will say. <laughs> but she did slightly earn some graces from me. Yeah, this was, yeah, sorry. This was in the 80th minute. Uh, and I think, yeah, as you said, it wasn't the greatest um the greatest PK ever taken. It wasn't that far, you know, towards the, towards the, um, the bar, but it was, and it didn't have a ton of pace on it, but Alyssa still chose the right side, went fully down for it. Um, and saved us. I mean, just at 80 minutes, if they had put that in that, I mean, to get nine minutes basically plus extra time to try to 
pull that back out to a, to a tie to then go into overtime. I mean, I can't imagine how that could have shifted the momentum. I mean, it would have been brutal. Would have been really just mentally difficult. Yeah. I'm glad she saved that so hard. <laughs> then Pino kept blowing corners left and right. I was okay. I actually was fairly pleased with Pino's field play because I thought she was hustling to get back on defense. She was making things happen in the mid and pushing up like with her crosses, but every PK or free kick she PK, no, sorry. Every free kick or corner kick she took was like widely off base. And I think we've been having that trouble all tournament. Tobin, I thought, had been making a lot of errors in the first half. Like, can we not get our free kicks and corners? It, come on, those are set pieces, you practice them. Why are we missing so widely? It's weird. The basics are lacking. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I, I mean, we are a fantastic set-piece team. I just don't get it. Kristen Press, I think, has done the same in previous matches with her set-pieces. I don't get it. I would personally... I, I, the, the PKs, which we'll get to, maybe changed my mind a little bit, but I would love to see Pino be... Only if we need her a very late sub in this Canada game. Uh, just She's just... I'd rather have someone with legs on. I think, you know, you'd even be better off with Macario unless you need her for a leadership thing. But it just... She just looked so, 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 so tired to me. I think she did towards the end. But I felt like I saw something in her that I feel like I hadn't seen since the World Cup last year. Fair. Where I was... I was I was pleased with the majority of her performance, but I agree. She looked tired. She just looked there was just something there though, some spark that was kind of like an I had to be like, okay, in Pino I trust <laughs> kind of a thing. Fair. I guess I was just so prickly about it because both Tobin and Lynn were playing well and didn't seem tired. I ju- that was just inexplicable to me. That's fair. That's and Vlatko said afterwards, we have to think about the next match, but I'm just like, no, no you do not. Don't. You do not. That's you how absolutely we, don't have to think about that. That's how we went out in the quarters last Olympics. Like, mm-hmm. no. I mean, yes and no. Obviously, towards the end of the match, if you're up by a couple, you think about the next one. But that was never the case here. When you're going to PKs, you are not thinking about that next match. You are thinking about the airplane home if you mess this up. That's what you should be thinking about. A <gasps> men. So that's that. I guess I guess some of my saltiness towards Rapino is actually more about Vladko. So I will temper okay. that. Okay. I will temper that. <sighs> Man. And then time just ran out. It did. And I thought, as you said earlier, by that second OT, I was like, okay, we're dangerous again. And then it just ran out. It just ran out. And I I really thought that Alex was knocking so hard on the door. And I she I just was. saw that sweet sweet athlete just get so frustrated and I wanted to give her a hug I felt sorry for her but also oh just stay on side I know I know I mean she did was no that was press that kind of pushed doubled back and and still was off sides but mm, devastating when that whistle blew were you having Sweden PTSD oh of course of course. I was just like, the quarterfinals are a cursed, cursed curse. I just felt like we, we can't do that again. Like, that can't happen again. I was certain it was going to. I was 100% certain we had lost the game. I 
something I don't know, you know, again, I, I watched this on delay folks. Cause I had, I have to go into work tonight. So I had to sleep in a bit. And so I don't know if it was the, and I did not, I had zero spoilers before watching this. So I don't know if it was the good juju that the American fans had put out in the world that I was just like inhaling, but I felt okay going into PKs with Alyssa Nair. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> um, I had one moment of <laughs> Madeline's face right now. I had one moment of Vlaco. Have you seen that Ashlyn has saved like the last five PKs in the NWSL? But I, I was like, okay, like Alyssa scares me for a lot of reasons. PKs really isn't one of them. She scares me because she doesn't come off her line, which she actually did twice in this she match. Did in twice a, in successfully hu- a huge save against um, goodness um, Bierenstein. Uh, and so that was, in, that was incredible. So I was actually pleased with her coming off the line, but she's not, she doesn't necessarily scare me during PKs. And I don't know. I just, you know, I, our team knows better than to lose on PKs in the quarterfinal. Like we have that mark on us. Uh, the Netherlands doesn't well now they do now they do, <laughs> but I don't know. Ugh. Yes, this is, I, I am actually the most happy with, the most proud of them for this PK performance. It was incredible. It was professional. It was clinical. I am Tidy. so proud of all of them. I have to eat dirt about Alyssa because she just crushed it. Yeah. That was that was a champion's performance by a champ, a two-time champion goalkeeper. And I eat my words, Alyssa, congratulations, you killed it. Please continue to be as good. And I yeah. hope you finally get confidence. I think that's always been her problem. I don't know how she's won two World Cups and still feels unconfident off her line. But girl, you rock. You're amazing. Keep come off your confidence. Line, yeah. <laughs> Keep the confidence. Continue to come off the line when it's appropriate because it's it's huge. Uh, now let's go over these PKs because yeah. I just want to relive it. So, <laughs> uh, so the Netherlands after Julie Foudy makes a big, big deal of being like, <laughs> you have to go first. The Netherlands get to go first. Meadma <laughs> uh, takes it. We know she's going to sink it because she's good. And guess what? Alyssa saves Boom. it. Boom. Fantastic. So who steps up for the United States next? Rose. Does she get it? Yes, she does. Boom. Clinical. Goal. She, yeah, decisive, clinical. I I think, too, I guess, obviously, you want Meadma to go first, but having her go first and and have it, and have Alyssa stop it, I mean, the, not that you, you, I guess there can be momentum in PKs, sure. The momentum, like, you just, you feel the, like, infusion in the American players and, conversely, you know, I, I felt it on the Netherlands side. Like this is the woman who has scored everything for us, you know, and, and she missed. So, you know, a uh, huge, huge goal for Rose. Um, and then back to the Netherlands, Jansen. Yeah. Am I she saying that correctly? It. She, she sinks, sinks it. it. It was a very beautiful goal. Um, Alex Morgan up then. Th- this now, one remember, made me nervous. Yes. She missed her PK against yes. Sweden. And I, I, I was so nervous, you know, because she was tapping on the door, uh, in the, in the end of the OT, I was like, this girl needs a goal. She needs to sink this. My heart Uh, is at 114 right now. Just (laughs) thinking about this, just thinking about Alex there. 
I I was sweating it. I was sweating it. I had I'm currently uh, with my neighbor's uh, pup Apollo, real sweet mini golden doodle who was at this point I need him. I he was like practically lying on top of me to like calm me down. He's such a <laughs> I, he's not actually an emotional support animal, but he is. He knew it. He, I was just like, <laughs> do you think he could tell you were like upset? I think he definitely could. Oh. He he's a, he is a bit of a snuggler, but he was like extra so and just just such a sweet boy. So I'm gonna post him later to our Instagram so everyone can see what a sweet emotional support boy I had to get through this. But no need. Alex sunk it. Beautiful goal. Oh my! I was gosh. feeling really good at this point. Me too. To be up one two, it was going back to the Netherlands. They got this one, so now they're one off and then two. And um, now who comes up? Kristen Press. Kristen Press. Also <laughs> missed her PK. You look so Sweden. nervous right now. Also because Julie Foudy almost outed her on television. Oh, did she? She went, look at that roar from Heath. Oh, like I, I felt like that was very. I noticed it and then she said it. I don't know. That wasn't too bad. But I, I was like, oh, was like, proud. This was. <laughs> proud. I, she just looked so calm, so calm. And it was so clinical. So clinical. I think she has had such a, I mean, think about the way, the, the minute she's played since that last uh that last loss in the Olympics. So I feel like she has gained such confidence and grown as a player in these last couple of years. So I think, you know, for me, I wasn't even really considering that previous miss for her. I was for Alex though, but for Kristen, I felt she was a completely different player than she was. And she, she showed this, that she just buried it. Yeah. She used to be, I used to think Kristen press was a choker. I thought she was a phenomenal player who choked under pressure and I no longer feel that way at all. No, 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 no. She's no. different. Yeah. Um, Wait, can I ask you why you felt that way for Alex, though, as opposed to? I, well, one, I think, like, if we just look at progress in the player, I think Kristen, you know, compared to Alex, would be most improved at this, you know, just from a couple of years ago, because Alex was already playing at a very high level back then. And there's something about Alex being the golden girl. Um, she does feel like she has this potential or had this potential that she never quite lived up to. Although yeah. I think the way that Alex has gotten better is that she's become a more complete defensive player. But yes. she doesn't produce the amount of goals I had sort of thought she was going to produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. There's something I, I also know. I feel like that miss stuck with Alex more than Kristen, which I have zero to actually back that up. It's just in my mind, it did. And so that's why I was afraid that it was going to be in her head more, maybe. Uh, I don't know. But then she went and did Alex and Me. and That's true. (laughs) Now she's a movie star. She came out of a poster. (laughs) Or, right? Yeah, yeah. We watched that movie. (laughs) We watched that movie. (laughs) My brain is trying to block it out, but it's in there. Oh, it's in there, yeah. I don't think she put on, like, a PK clinic in that film, but she could could now. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next one up for the Netherlands, again, Alyssa Nair. I mean, just a huge save. And doesn't even, like, she's just she just walks off like, yep, that's right. <laughs> she really, she really did it. Alyssa, 
She did it. It was huge. I love you. <laughs> what am I she, saying? Alyssa I love you up, so much. Alyssa does come. I mean, for as much as we complain about her, which is plenty, uh, she comes up big in big moments, it feels, you know? I truly, I'm I'm on the Alyssa train today, but if she hadn't have made that terrible yeah. miss earlier, we wouldn't have been there. But um, yeah, she came up big. She came up huge. And I, um, I just, I mean, at this point, it, you know, you see Megan Rapino come up to the plate, if you will. And it's just like, in my, I was like, this is done. Sealed, signed, and delivered. Uh, you know, we Megan did is, suddenly have that confidence about us. We did. We did. And Megan, you see her walk up to it. And, and she had the confidence. And she just, uh, she put it in the back corner in the upper 90. I mean, just incredible. My favorite thing, you know, after she turned and then the team ran to her, my favorite thing was that we all made them. Yes. I think that leaves us in a good headspace going into Canada. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Tremendously. I was proud of them. Yeah. I mean, it took a while, but we, we pulled it off. I wonder if we needed that we needed that big dramatic moment to get our heads together. We won't find out until Monday, but maybe that's what we needed. I don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if it was, yes. Yeah. I, I feel like winning in that fashion actually could be to our benefit, uh, going forward against Canada. Um, I will say, man, what a road we have, you know, compared to some teams. I feel like we have had the most challenging road to this gold medal match if it we is get there. shocking to me and also I think speaks to the fact that the groups were drawn badly that all three of the people who have gone forward from our group are are left that's I mean, insane that's, yeah that's wild truly yeah. wild it is it really Something's is wrong right like that's not fair almost <laughs> no and I don't know how I mean they're just drawn randomly right I guess uh, yeah I I totally agree I totally agree it seemed really it's kind of wild, but <laughs> boy, oh boy. And I mean, these other matches were really telling, I think, really telling. I mean, Sweden, uh, Sweden beat Japan 3-1, three, three that final score was, so okay, fair. Sweden's very good. We get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brazil, Canada played to a zero, zero draw. Yeah. And then Canada won on PKs. What were you surprised about that match? Like, how are I you? I thought Brazil was going to win. Oh, really? Yeah. But didn't Brazil, did Brazil lose their last match coming out of the group? Or I think they drew it, too. Drew I just it. thought, but Canada didn't do great either. So, yeah, I was I was surprised by that. Um at this point, you know, I I think the U.S. could come out and play very poorly and lose to Canada for sure. But I think Canada is not as good of a team as the Netherlands by far. And we really should beat them. We so, should. We should. I, uh, I don't know which U.S. team is going to show up, but there's no reason to lose to Canada. No, definitely not. Um, and then that other heartbreaker, Great Britain, Australia. That was a surprise. Shocked me. I kind Shocked. of really wish we got to play Great Britain now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. Would have been easier. I think so. I really think we had easily the toughest match in this quarterfinals. 
I, I am surprised about the Canada Brazil outcome, and I'm also surprised about the Great Britain Australia outcome. Uh, but now Sweden's going to be playing Australia again, and you know we know how that's most likely going to go. I cannot see that going any other way than it, an absolute trouncing. It does feel like it's Sweden's tournament to lose. A hundred percent. And I tell you, I like, you know, watching the Netherlands play and, you know, we struggled with them, obviously. It, it was tight. And I still think that Sweden is, twi- you know, twice as good as the Netherlands. Like, I, yeah. Say we get through Canada um, and play Sweden again in the final. Yes, it's the final. Yes, it's a different, you know, the past is behind you, but boy, oh boy. I kind of think we're going to win like 2-0 to Canada. I hope I don't eat my words and we get crushed by Canada. And again, we could because based on our performance so far, I don't know which team is showing up. But I think it's likely we'll beat Canada sort of comfortably, not as comfortably as I'd like, but sort of comfortably. And I think we'll play Sweden and lose. I think that's what's going to happen. But that's a silver medal. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be honestly, after the start we had, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, we have... Um we have a strong history of winning golds and silvers in the Olympics uh, or going out in the quarters. So we didn't go out in the quarters. So it's got to be a gold or silver. Uh, I, I think that would that would be the case. If for some reason we did lose to Canada, I think we would beat Australia for the bronze. Uh, but I don't want to do that. I want to beat Canada. And let's, uh, be, let's beat Canada. And have a second go at Sweden. The other thing, though, is, you know, I... In my competitive sports, in my youth or more youth, you you hate playing a team twice, and you hate generally having beaten them and then seeing them again in the final. It's just that much harder for you to win again, in general. Now with Sweden, I don't know if that's the case. They're just that good right now. But I, I think when we do see them again, we we are the ones at this point with nothing to lose. You know, yeah. so I think that's. That's huge. Um, but, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, we have a huge match against Canada. and Yeah, we, we have ha- to be Canada. We <laughs> have to come out and we have to be strong because, you know, Canada is also coming off a huge PK winner. That's the funny thing. You know, they're also coming out of that really emotional high against Brazil. So I think, I think it's going to be a phenomenal match. I'm so pumped for it. Ah! Christine Sinclair deserves to win something, you know, so... They have that on their side. Yeah, it's she gonna does. be tough. It, she if, really does. If we can come out and play our game, and play, if we play as well as we did in the first thirty-five minutes of this game today, we should beat Canada. First thirty-five and last fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> we should beat them, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. Four a.m. on Monday. Madeline, are you setting an, an alarm for that one? Man, I really, really prefer watching it live, but it's tough. If it was 5 a.m., I'd do it. Four is tough. Four is tough. It's this tough. one works in my favor. I will be working. I will be awake. Provided everything stays okay at work, I will at least have it on. No babies. No babies need Tell to get sick. Tell those ladies to wait. Everybody needs to, you know, yeah, hold off on birthing. And um, none of the current babies that are out, they just need to stay super healthy. Pregnant women of New York City, do not go into labor very late Sunday night. Yeah, simple as that. Babies, stay well. Stay well, simple as that. If everybody can follow those directions, I can watch this semi-uninterrupted. 
Oh my gosh, that would be a dream. I know. I haven't gotten to see one live because of my crazy work schedule. So there is just the spoilers of watching it late. Allison was texting me like I'm 30 minutes in. I was I had to respond just like, okay, text me when (laughs) you're done. I am a robot. I just there was nothing I could do other than be rude without giving it away. (laughs) It's like, okay, let me know when you're finished. Horrible. And then I'm like, well, we're just going into overtime, so that's 30 minutes, but like, then we okay. could go into PKs. <laughs> okay. I was trying to give her an idea of how much time I had left, but... Which I appreciated. Yeah. Oh, Felt boy. bananas to reply to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we're through the quarters. We're through Netherlands. Oh. I, can, I can barely believe it. Mm. A tr- this really honestly felt like... I don't know. This really felt like 2012 to me. It just felt like we t- we were back where we were with Abby uh, when we were just playing direct and wishing on a prayer. And I mean, that worked then, but it, yeah, it just feels tough. It feels tough. I mean, the game has evolved so much. Yeah. It's evolved so much. We can't, I mean, somebody was talking about just basically doing exactly that, throwing balls into the box and looking for Sam's head, which... It's kind of how we got started, but anyways. Oh, boy, guys. Uh, Next match, Canada. Early Monday morning, August 2nd, 4 a.m. Eastern. Tune in live if you can. If you can't, avoid all socials. Yeah. We'll see you then. And uh, maybe we'll be happy, maybe we'll be sad, but it will be interesting. We will be something. We will be something. If you have thoughts on the game today, on the match today, you should shoot us an email at settlethescorepodcast at gmail.com. You can Instagram us at scorepod if you want to see pictures of cute doggies. (laughs) And you can tweet us at scorepod. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks for listening. Bye.